Hi, you are listening to Asian Skycast, the show that brings you the most updated aviation industry insight. Hi, I'm Anna Davis. I'm the Media and Communications Director here at Asian Sky Group and Asian Sky Media. And I'm delighted today to be joined by Jenny Lau, the Group President of Sinojet. Jenny, hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Hello, Alud. It's really a pleasure to speak with you again. Ah, you're, you're too kind. Pleasure's all mine. So um, let's get straight, straight into things. So last year, I think, was a pretty tough year for everybody in business aviation, not just in Asia, but, but all over the world. How was last year for Sinojet? Um, actually, last year was quite a good year for Sinojet because um, not only we were able to add uh, some new airplanes into our fleet, uh, we did pretty well on the charter business. Um, because of the pandemic, uh, a lot of airlines uh, stopped their routes to go international. And uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were able to ferry some clients uh, from um, the States or Canada back to China. So it was quite good for us. And in fact, um, a lot of uh, business elites or the super tycoons, they realize how important it is to um, use private jet as a transportation tool rather than seeing it as a luxury toy in the past. So many of them are starting to buy business jets. So we added uh, a few more airplanes onto our fleet. Uh, some of them got sold because of the age and because of their uh, nature of business. Some clients are not able to use it so often, so they decided to, to sell it. But in general, uh, we uh, stayed at uh, 47 uh, airplanes under management. And, and I, I think I remember reading back in um, back just just around the middle part of last year that you took delivery of a, a new G650, which I think was probably the first um, new aircraft in delivery into China during the pandemic. The, was that process much different than if there wasn't a pandemic going on at the time? Um, yes, that was correct. Um, the process was uh, a lot more challenging than the normal times because uh, there are a lot of country restrictions. Um, our, our crew members had a hard time to get their visa into the States. And so we uh, luckily we had some uh, Salon Jet members who are um, uh, U.S. citizens. So they were able to go back home and take delivery on behalf of um, the team in China. And also, um, we just had many restrictions of entering into the manufacturer. We had to have a quarantine and a COVID test. And uh, um, we had to ferry the airplane to a third country where we can take over. Otherwise, it was just almost a mission impossible. But we used a lot of manpower um, and uh, did uh, a lot of extra work in terms of uh, safety and uh, uh, prevention of the pandemic in order to ensure that the plane came back to China as a B-China registration um, just in time for the client to use it. So it was much more challenging than we expected, um, but uh, luckily we, uh, we did it um, in a timely fashion. 
And, and you mentioned safety. I think safety is an important factor last year and, and going into this year as well. Has, has Sinojet put many um, sort of anti-COVID measures in place, both when you are able to fly and, and also on the ground as well? Yes, definitely. Uh, so we had um, a special task uh, focus group uh, in both uh, Beijing and Hong Kong. So it was led by the safety officer, as well as several volunteers from every department. And they will give us the update uh, for the um, COVID situation uh, locally, as well as in some major cities that we have our airplanes under management and global news uh, were updated to us on a daily basis. Um, in addition, our cabin safety uh, manager and cabin service managers they did a training for um, the air crews as well as the maintenance uh, department personnel for for those people who need to um, be on duty on a regular time basis uh, that they provided training for them to you know put the uh, mask on how to um, clean the cabin and, and all those safety measures um, that they provided a regular training for them so that we, we ensure not only our passengers are safe but also our staff are safe or who has to be on site who has to be on the frontier and those who need to be in the office um, we did a disinfection um, every day two times and uh for those peak times when Hong Kong and Beijing had uh, a large numbers of um, um, uh, of, of those uh, people who got the COVID, um, we asked the staff to either work from home or go on AB shift, or we just disinfect the, the whole um, working area um, on a daily basis, twice a day. So it was a lot of efforts and uh, we went out and purchased masks for those uh, crew members. And also we supported our, um, our industry peers who are in Europe and cannot buy the, the masks. We, we uh, sent um, a few hundreds of them uh, to our partners in Italy and uh, to the UK. Wow. And so do you think a lot of the, or do you think at least some of the, the sort of measures that were brought in uh, to, to combat COVID-19, do you think some of those will continue once the pandemic is finally finished? Um, yes, definitely. I think um, the pandemic really taught us a lesson that I, we, we need to stay on top of safety and, and stay clean at all times. So um, disinfection will take place on a regular basis, um, even after the pandemic. Uh, maybe not as rigorous as uh, what we did it during the peak time of the pandemic, um, but it will be carried on uh, for a long period of time. And um, uh, wearing masks uh, in public areas is probably uh, going to be our policy from now on. And um, also, uh, working from home didn't seem to be a bad idea uh, during the special time. So we may uh, implement that from time to time so that, you know, we, we, we probably don't need that much of an office space. Um, and some of the uh, office staff probably will have an easier time in terms of uh, transportation 
coming home and taking care of their family at the same time uh, not be behind on their work so we're exploring um, several um, work style uh, I would say uh, and as well as uh, safety measures after the pan- pandemic uh, to implement it uh, on a long-term basis and so sort of going back to mentioned aircraft deliveries um, earlier on are you finding are you finding that um, sort of new entrants to business aviation are approaching you? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, I, I think uh, yes, really a lot of um, uh, business tycoons are are uh, having the strong interest to either charter or buying um, business jets, and as well as those uh, new IT. Uh, uh, CEOs or or the entrepreneurs, they're they're buying um, business jets uh, for their daily transportation travels. So that's a great trend that we think there's a great opportunity here in Greater China region to boost up the market. And in addition, um, the government is releasing policies to support general aviation such as building the second airport for some major cities and building some um, general aviation airports around uh, mainland China. Um, And opening up the airspace is the next step we're hoping that will happen sometime in the near future. Um, But definitely um, the central government is paying more attention to developing general aviation in general. Yeah. And is part of that, because you opened up a, an FBO in Nanchang, didn't you, uh, relatively recently. Is that an area that you see Sinojet expanding in? Um, so so it was an, uh, an opportunity that came up to us because we had two clients based in the area and we wanted to provide them with better service when they travel uh, in their their own planes. And that's why we felt it's a necessity for us to go in there and build FBO and uh, give them a better ground experience in uh, traveling in their own jets. But that's one of our projects ongoing. And in fact, uh, we partnering with Macau BAC, we won the the bid for uh, running the Macau BAC uh, for the next eight years. So that was another uh, uh, great success uh, that we had done in the past year. Um, And we're looking forward to um, bid on more FBO projects uh, throughout China and perhaps in Southeast Asia to expand our business and also uh, enhance on our MRO services. I think the last time we spoke, we had a conversation actually about Southeast Asia and sort of growth in the region and the area. Right. That was, I think, probably the start of last year, I think it probably was. <laughs> I mean, last year obviously was tough for everybody, but but are you still seeing, or or do you still believe that once things go back to normal, there'll still be a lot of growth in that region? Um, yes, we, we do see great opportunities in Southeast Asia, and that's why we started uh, our uh, subsidiary company in Singapore. And because of pandemic, that kind of um, put us behind on schedule in developing uh, the local market, but we do see great opportunities there, and we plan to send more staff 
to Singapore and perhaps uh, Indonesia or Malaysia in the near future and the Philippines um, uh, post-pandemic. Um, so that, that will be in our business plan in the near future. And, and would that be one of the main sort of areas that you'd look to expand the company in? Uh, yes, um, but our our main focus is still uh, Greater China region. But we see more business activities going on in Southeast Asia. So when we have more demand in that area, we definitely will put more focus um, and uh, resources to Southeast Asia uh, market. And uh, we have some industry peers uh, providing us with some opportunities to either partner up with someone or do an MNA in Southeast Asia. So those are the opportunities where we're very open to uh, explore. And going back to China, um, you mentioned China and, and developments within China. How how you mentioned airspace and things like that is is there much going on with the the opening up of airspace i know it's a sort of perennial issue that's been going on and being talked about for for quite a few years is there much happening do you see um i think there are uh plans ongoing to opening up the uh, aerospace um as uh the first step is to build more airports uh, locally to support the uh, business activities that's uh, needed. Uh, so I, I believe the, the government is definitely putting that in the in the plan. Uh, but when are they going to execute it? Um, we're still waiting for the good news. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so as one of the market leaders in, in this part of the world, um, is there anything you think that Sinojet could be doing to help the industry develop further? Right. Um, so firstly, we really like to thanks to ASPA and the other industry organizations, um, NGOs to uh, support the industry uh, from a safety aspect, uh, from a service aspect and from um, the general policy aspect. Um, so we we like to be a player um, in sharing our experiences and how to um, put a safety as one of our top priority and um, uh, gaining uh, the audits for SBO level three. In fact, we just got our uh, SBO level three uh, renewed and re-audited last year, and I believe the officers were were quite happy with our uh, management result. Uh, so sharing some um, uh, safety management experiences with uh, industry peers and uh, uh, we do seminars in terms of sharing um, service um, standards uh, and provide training and we have a service training academy uh, to be provided to uh, our industry peers and, and the people who want to join uh, the private jet sector. Uh, those were uh, in work already uh, throughout the past two years. Um, and, and really uh, talking with um, the uh, policy makers uh, and how to refine um, the industry policy so that it's the best suited for uh for this part of the world, uh, we're not just copying some regulations from US, from Europe, uh, but really some tailor-made policy uh, that really 
could work well and bring up the efficiency in this local area. Uh, we're trying to do that with those policymakers and trying to engage in conversation so that we can create a better community and better ecosystem for the industry to grow. Um, you know, private uh, private jet or business jet uh industry in the area is very young. The pie is still very small. Instead of trying to think how to cut the pie, we really want to work with um, our industry peers to make it a, a bigger pie for everybody. So um, definitely there are some action plans that we we want to do in order to have a, a better ecosystem for our industry. And so what are, we, what are we likely to see from Sinojet over the course of the next couple of years? Uh, so in terms of uh, business development plans, we, we, as I mentioned, that we want to have more um, FBO projects and MRO projects and developing in the uh, Southeast Asia market. Um, that's one of the uh, directions we're going. Uh, and also, of course, um, you know, strengthen our core business, which is aircraft management and charter business, um, aircraft sales. Um, those areas are, are the um, places where putting more emphasis on, on finding the key people, the, the great professionals to join us in the, in the future uh, to develop the market. Um, but in terms of um, uh, other supporting business, uh, we're trying to, you know, finding greater opportunities as um, the IT growth in China is really is enhancing. So we don't want to be behind on that. And so we, we're trying to uh, find some, you know, IT tycoons and talk with them and brainstorm on some new opportunities that we can um, step out of the box and see if uh, we can work, uh, you know, cross marketing or, or um, with uh, some other uh, players um, uh, who are related to our business uh, aviation industry. Well, and I, I think that's probably the perfect note to to end it on. So, um, Jenny, I'd like to thank yeah. you, as always, for your time. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much, Alud. It's always a pleasure for me to to share with you what uh, Sanoja has been doing, and hopefully, we can do more for for the industry. And uh, looking forward to better policies and better um, airspace, so that we can. Um, you know, operate more uh, for the demand locally and internationally. And hopefully the pandemic be, will be over soon so we go back to the normal lives. I think we're all looking forward to that, aren't we? Yes, exactly. Well, Absolutely. thank you so much for your time. Thank yeah. you, Jenny. Appreciate it. Take care. Okay. Take Cheers. care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Asian Skycast. Make sure to visit our website, Asian Sky Media, where you can subscribe to the show on your phone or via RSS.